What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to The Real Spill with Desire. I'm your host, Desire, D to the Z, Y-R-E. That's me. I'm the host of the show. This morning, I wanted to do something different. It is super, super early, so I like to do my workout first thing in the morning because as soon as my day get going, I'll be super busy and I'm doing everything, you know, everything you could think of. So um, I do my workout super, super early, and I want to take y'all on the ride with me, and I'll be talking about some things while I'm working out. So y'all stay tuned. Two hours later. So what I tried to do was I tried to record this podcast while doing my morning workout did not work like that because number one I'm um, just getting over a cold so I don't have the lung capacity to talk and work out so it just wasn't working I mean it was just bad I'm just (laughs) and then (laughs) I'm doing all that now we we ain't doing that No, but this topic, the topic for today is, am I attractive? Am I attractive? And um, a couple of months ago, I think it was in September, we did a series with Soul Matters Ministry. We did a series um, about rejection, and we talked about rejection. And I believe that this this topic was so um, profound because so many people deal with rejection, and it's hard to deal with rejection. Rejection is something that it doesn't feel good to be rejected. You know, you want to know why you're rejected. You want to change um, whatever it was that caused you to be rejected, especially if, if acceptance is something major and re- really important to you. Like, what did I do to cause you to reject me? I did everything that you wanted me to do. I was everybody, everything that you wanted me to be. But you still rejected me. What am I supposed to do? You know, you go through that that situation of rejection. I I remember this movie. The movie's called Cover. Um, the actor Leon is in it. Um, who else? Is it? It's a it's a couple of. I think Patty Labelle is in it. It's a couple of people. They're not like a list, you know. But they're they're pretty good actresses and actors. But um. The movie covered, there was one part in the movie where the lady found out that her husband was cheating on her and found her husband in a hotel room with another man. And the scene, she was talking, and she was saying that if it was another woman, I could dress myself up, I could do do some makeup, do my hair, I could make myself pretty. If, it, if it's a man, if, if it's a woman, I could, I could make myself appealing. But it's a man, how do, I, how do I compete with a man? My husband wants something I could never be. So that, that type of rejection, it has, has a lot of weight. It has a lot of weight. What happens if, if the, person that, that the person you're in love with, you've been with, wants somebody just because they're light-skinned? Or they just want somebody who got a bigger butt? Rejection is hard. Rejection is hard. And sometimes people go through all types of lengths to be accepted. So today, today's topic is, am I attractive? 
we, 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 we went to this topic after we dealt with rejection because I noticed that a lot of people that were in the group that was in the conversation was dealing with rejection based off of their appearance, based off the way that they look, whether it's within their peers. I remember as a kid, as a young kid, um, now I grew up in the 80s, early 90s, you know, and back then, colorism was still a thing. You know, the lighter the writer. You don't know how many times I heard that. You know, so because I'm a dark-skinned woman, um, I was ridiculed for being dark-skinned. I was made fun of for being dark-skinned. It was something I can't control. You know, being a seven-year-old girl, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, this is just the color of my skin. What am I supposed to do? You know, being that my sister and my brother, they're, they're light-skinned. My, um, my older brother, he's brown-skinned. He's a little bit lighter than me. But I'm dark, you know. So I, um, I, I went through a complex of not feeling pretty because I was always compared to my light-skinned siblings. It was always said, well, why are you so dark and they so light? You know, people said things like that. Yes, people are just that ignorant. Um, it's mainly in the South. I didn't really get that. When I was in the North, when I was in Jersey as a kid, I didn't really have that problem. It was when I moved to South Carolina as a kid, I had that issue. Now I don't have that issue because people better not come at me like that because, man, I'll give them an earful and leave with their feelings in their hands. <laughs> but no, um, so it's easy to feel like you're not attractive when you're rejected because of how you look. And some things we can't even control. Like one of my, um, in which when I was younger, I didn't really peep it. But one of my um, issues, I don't call it an issue, because to me it's a blessing. Because I like to wear different color hair, it's a blessing because in the summer, my skin is darker. Like it has a darker undertone. But in the winter... I'm like a night, like I'm like a caramel complexion. So a lot of times, people's like, "Oh, you bleaching your skin? You're lightening your skin? Blah blah blah." No, I'm not. This is just how it is. And I know it has a lot to do with the vitamin D. Um, <clears throat> in the winter, you get less vitamin D in the summer. So I know it has a lot to do with the vitamin D. But for me, it's fine. That's why I rock the blonde hair. I'm gonna start getting cooler. I start rocking the blonde hair, or um, I don't wear too many light color, like hair, you know, wigs um, in the summer because my skin is darker. So I have red. I wear red, or I do the in the spring. I'll do um, I'll do blonde, but I'll hint it off with green. Or, you know, I'll mix it with something. I'll do um, I'll do black in the summer. You know, so I, I kind of formulate my hair color based off of my skin tone. My skin tone changes naturally. To me, that's popping. That's popping. But some people, they, they, be, they get a complex because of that, and they ask themselves this question, am I attractive? Now, I'm, I'm just going to go through a few statistics, um, not a lot, but 91% of women are unhappy with their body image. That means they don't like the way that they, they're shaped 
Um, they don't like the way that they look. They don't like their curves, whatever. They're too skinny, too fat, got too much booty, not enough booty, too much stomach, not enough stomach. You know, got their own issues with how they look. And 40% have considered cosmetic surgery. 5%, listen to me, all of you who look at the American standard of beauty, only 5% of women, 5% of people, not just women, 5% of people, oh no, it's women, I'm sorry, I was, <laughs> I was going off the top of the head, but it does say women. 5% of women naturally have the ideal body portrayed by the American standard. Only 5%. So out of 100 women, only 5 of them naturally have the ideal body portrayed by American standard. So here it is, America's telling people this lie that if you're 5'2", you got to be 115 pounds. Because then you're considered beautiful. Then you're considered pretty. Only if you weigh 115 pounds. That's the American standard of beauty. Only 5% of women fit this standard naturally. A lot of women had uh, cosmetic surgery. Some women worked hard to get down to that side. But only 5%. This is why now... Now you have so many people, and I, I don't 100% agree with it, but um, a lot of people are talking about body shaming and um, you are who you are and love the, the love the skin you're in. I do agree with that, love the skin you are and you are who you are. Now, I do my workout because I know that it is not healthy. So it's a difference between being attract, attractive and being healthy. You can love the fact that you're overweight. You can love the fact that you're considered morbidly obese. You could be okay with that. And I'm okay with you being okay with that. But make sure you're healthy. Make sure that your body isn't um, maintaining too much fat. Make sure your arteries aren't clogged because that's the last thing you want. The the people who are fat shaming or talking trash about big people. Now, I'm a big girl. Those people who are talking trash about fat people, they're waiting for you to die. So that they can say, see? I remember when Big Pun, the rapper Big Pun died. Everybody was like, oh, of course he died. Look how fat he is. That's what everybody said. They're waiting for him to die. So if you're going to be healthy and big, that's, that's fine. Do that. But make sure you're healthy. I, the girl Lizzo, I think her name is, I, I respect her. I don't really like her choice of outfits. You know, I, I think she's showing a little too much, but that's none of my business. That, that's on her. If she want to, she she got that confidence. Go ahead, sister, rock it. I just wouldn't wear it, you know. I, I got two stomachs. I want to I wanna hide them, you know. But um, Lizzo literally wears whatever she wants. Rihanna can have on a dress that's completely see-through. Lizzo will be like, I like that. Lizzo will wear it. Now, Lizzo's about three, three size bigger than, oh, no, three times bigger than Rihanna. So um, it looks a lot different. But I'm not body shaming. If she want to do it, she could do it. That's on her. That's, that's up to her. But we have to make sure that we're healthy. 
Now, we know that America lied to us about the American standard of beauty. Now they're accepting curves and, you know, they're accepting it a little bit more. So now they're making their their um, media is controlling the way that we see ourselves. And media is telling us, oh, if you don't have a big booty, if you don't have um size D breasts, if you don't have a flat stomach and thick thighs, and you know, if you don't have this, you're not beautiful. If your skin is too dark, like these rappers, and I'm praying that these rappers hear this, y'all stop knocking people or, oh, oh, pretty light skin, all this foolishness. Stop this. It's, oh, this is for my, 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 my black listeners, black rappers, black artists, whoever. You all are doing exactly what Willie Lynch is telling. Oh, you see, what you do is you make them feel that the lighter, the writer, you tell them that stuff. You let them think that if they're light, they're more valuable than dark. That's what it said in the Willie Lynch letters. Oh, see, I'll pull it up on my laptop right now. Now, I understand some people say, oh, well, the Willie Lynch letters was really written by, um, the Willie Lynch letters was really written by a black man trying to let, I don't care, it still said that. And it's true. You talking about, we talking about Black Lives Matter and we talking about um, black, uh, uh, black power and all this stuff, but you causing a bigger divide within the black community. We're going to stop doing that. My melanin is popping. I don't care if I got more melanin or you got light, you light skin, I'm dark skin, you brown skin, you, you're mixed. Our melanin is popping. We're going to leave it at that. We're not going to say light, the light of the writer. Well, light-skinned girl looks like Holly Berry. We ain't doing that foolishness. We're going to dead that. This is why some of us ask this question, am I attractive? Because we don't measure up to other people's standards. See, this is the thing. We have to get ourselves right, our internal. The Bible says, you know I got to bring the um, the, the, the biblical truth. The Bible says, whatsoever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you ask yourself, am I attractive? You ask other people, am I attractive? You want to know, am I attractive? You ask these questions. Why? Because somebody told you you're too dark. Somebody told you you're too light. Somebody told you your freckles aren't cute. Somebody told you your hair is a little too nappy. Because somebody told you. What do you think? Stop looking at media. Let me tell you something. I'm going to use, I love to use myself as an example. Desire loves, I love transformation. So one of my favorite shows back in the day, not no more, because they is too whitewashed. But I used to love America's Next Top Model. That was always one of my favorite shows. But my favorite episode was always, my favorite episode was always the transformation, not transformation, the makeover episode. Because I love seeing them transform from being this, you know, blah. Because some of the girls, I was like, they look very blah. Like, how did they get picked? 
be models. You know, you think models would be exceptionally beautiful. And these girls is average. I'm like, how did, how did you fit? Like, how did you get in this? But then when they do the makeovers, like, oh, shoot. This one girl, um, I can't remember her name, but she was on the season with, um, I, no, her name wasn't Anne. Maybe it was Amy or something like that. I don't know. I know Anne was on the season, but the the season with Eva, the um, girl with the who was legally blind, I don't remember her name, but she was so blah looking until they gave her that that makeover and they gave her the the blonde hair. I was like, oh, nasty. So I love I love seeing the transformation. So I wear wigs, I got contacts, I got lashes, I have all this stuff. It doesn't mean I don't like my the way I look because if you see me at the store 90% of the time, I don't got none of that stuff on. Matter of fact, you don't know that like my I cut all my hair off just so they can grow back normal. So I wear a wig or whatever just so that I won't have to do my hair. That's just laziness. So what social media does, social media only glamorize a certain part of the story. I, I don't post a picture when I just wake up and how I look. Matter of fact, when Beyonce posts pictures saying, um, her picture would say, um, I woke up like this or whatever, she still went and airbrushed it. She's not going to show the dark circles. So what media does, media make you think that this these people are perfect. They don't have no flaws. This is they just naturally gorgeous. There's um people they do makeup, it's called um the natural look or the clean look. And it's still makeup. But you can't really you can't really tell. Only way you could tell is if you are a makeup artist, you could tell. So media is telling us that these people are perfect. This person is perfect. This person is gorgeous. This person don't have no flaws. The reason why I like doing I like doing the whole makeup um, tutorials. I don't really do tutorials. I just do the before and after type makeup stuff because I really don't know what I'm doing. I just started wearing makeup not too long ago. But the reason why I like doing it because I like to let people see that I'm not perfect at all. I just like transforming. I just like doing that. So media would tell you that you 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 gotta look like this, you gotta be like this, you gotta have this body type. People are traveling to the DR to have all these cheap surgeries. Yep, I know the secret. Y'all go down to the DR for the surgeries. I know. Get butt injections breast lift, all that stuff because of what media is showing you. Media don't show you the side effects. They don't show you the fact that you're in pain for X, Y, and Z amount of time and, and sometimes junk don't take right. How many people died because of a botched cosmetic surgery? Media don't talk that much about that except if there's some juiciness to go with it. Like they talked about the, um, the transgender woman who uh, who performed a bunch of bot surgeries in L.A. 
they talk about her mainly because she's transgender and ain't really have nothing to do with nothing else. The Bible says, whatsoever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you become what you think. If you think you're beautiful, guess what? You'll start acting beautiful. And when I say acting beautiful, you, you start taking care of your skin. I'll be seeing, now I'm a little bit gross because I like watching Dr. Pimple and stuff like that. Like, how the mess do y'all get these things? These black heads that big and... How do y'all do that? I never had a black head that's the size of a fist. You'll take better care of yourself because you think of yourself a little bit better. When we did the, the teaching on worship, um, I, I brought up the writer who said that our worship is based off of I think our thoughts toward God, the way we think about God, and we worship God more um, frequently and more uh, intimately when we when we think of him better same way with ourselves we treat ourselves better we look at ourselves differently if we think about ourselves think differently if we think about um, our, 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 our beauty in a different manner I, I just got to the point where I really started loving the skin that I'm in. And when I say that, now I don't like the double chin. I, I could do without the double chin or the two stomachs. That's why I do the workout because I, I got to get rid of the double chin and two stomach and the, and the wings. But when I look in the mirror, sometimes I take pictures, I'll put my hoodie on, you know, cover my, you know, cover my head and take a picture because I'm like, yo, I like my skin. Nine-year-old Desire, before she became Desire, she, she wouldn't say that. She wouldn't say that she loved the skin that she's in. Because everybody told her that her skin looks dirty. Why, why, why are you so dark and your siblings so light? Y'all got the same parents? Are you adopted? They're so light. You're so dark. Media will tell us that we're not enough. Media will influence us to um, damage our body. Media will cause us to look at this um, what do you call it, polished image and think that it is real. Nicki Minaj, I woke up like this, <laughs> flawless. <laughs> feeling myself, feeling myself. I think Nicki's very pretty. I'm not knocking Nicki. Matter of fact, she's one of the people fashionably that I look up to. Like, I wouldn't wear some of the stuff that she wears. But, um, like, just her, her hair. I love her hair. You know, um, but at the same time, I feel like I'm just as, I'm just as popping as Nikki. So we have to think about ourselves different. So I ask the question, am I attractive? You have to look at yourself. You have to look inwardly. Like, okay, what is stopping me from feeling pretty? What is making me think that I'm not enough? Who told me? 
Who told me that I'm not enough? Who put those negative thoughts in my mind to make me think that my skin is too dark or my skin is too light? My, my, my stomach is too fat. My butt is too big. My butt is too... Who put these thoughts in my head? Who told me that I'm not enough? When you ask yourself, am I attractive? After you ask yourself, ask yourself why. When you answer, ask, answer you... Ask yourself why. If you say no, then ask yourself why. If you say yes, ask yourself why. I talk all the time about understanding the why. If you say, am I attractive, and your answer is no, why? Why do you feel that you're not attractive? Oh, because I got two stomachs, and I got double chin, and I got wings. Does that make you not attractive? Or you just need to lose the double stomach, the double chin, and the wings. There's a saying that says, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Your beauty is based off of your thoughts about yourself. Your beauty is not based off of what anybody else think or say. Your beauty is based off of your thoughts about yourself. And you're beautiful, no matter what they say. <laughs> you are. And I could tell you that five million times, your husband, your wife, your uh, significant other, whatever, your boyfriend, could tell you that you're beautiful every single day. But until you tell yourself, that you're beautiful. You're going to continue to ask the question, am I attractive? You're still going to find fault in yourself, flaw in yourself. I remember I used to always complain about my lazy eye. I used to always say, man, I hate this lazy eye. And I remember my friend, my um, my best friend, she was like, Shanika, I really don't see no lazy eye. You always talking about your lazy eye, but I don't see no lazy eye. But I saw it. And I would try I would try to put more eyeliner on that eye to kind of even it out when I when I put my lashes on. Even now, some sometimes I put my lashes on, I'm like, yo, this eye getting on my nerve, cause this this lash look lopsided, but it's not really lopsided, it's just the way my eyes are shaped. So sometimes you see the flaw but nobody else see it. So once you start thinking of yourself as beautiful. Once you start telling yourself, look, I'm popping. I don't care what they say. I'm all that and a bag of couple of chips. You know it got to be lazy because if it's a bag of couple of chips, it's full of air and, like, you got five chips in the bag. Oh, that was so fat. <laughs> right now I have no makeup on. I actually got my stocking cap on for my wig. Got no makeup on. I don't got no makeup, no wig, nothing. Just me. And I feel beautiful because I don't think the makeup or the the wig. I don't. I don't think it it enhances who I really am. It's just art for me. My beauty is inside. 
my attractiveness is 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 pulled from the inside out. That's why I can wear makeup or not wear makeup. And it'll still be the same thing. It'll still be the same thing. Get the same amount of attention. Except when I had the Joker, I did the Joker makeup. That was, I got more attention than I ever got in my life. So yeah, that's a little bit different. But when you ask yourself, am I attractive? Answer yourself. Do some digging. Do some internal digging. Check it out. Like try to try to dissect it. It's what you think about yourself. It's what you say to yourself. I, I mean, I'm praying that God will just allow me to win that nine hundred million um, dollars because I would just give free makeovers. Just free makeovers. Clean look. Not even no polish. Like what I do, I don't do the contouring stuff. That's why when, uh, you know, some people they do like the contouring, they reshape their lips and they reshape their, I don't do all that. I really just uh, do like my eyes and I have to have like lip gloss or whatever. So that's all I really do, and I, I um, you know, get rid of the blemishes with the concealer and stuff. I don't really do all that contouring and all that other junk. I want to just give them a, a, a free makeover. Free wig, everything free. To these women that have low self-esteem. I want to I wanna just um, be an encouragement to these women. You know, and help, just help them out. Just give them a little boost. Because I know how it is to not feel attractive. I know how it is to, who, to feel like you're not enough. I know how it feels that the, the very thing that, uh, that people call you out for is the very thing that make you lose the one you love. When I was a kid, they, they made fun of me because I was dark-skinned. They, they, they compared me to my sister because I was dark-skinned. Then as an adult, I get cheated on because the girl was light-skinned. That hurts. But I thank God, I thank God, because it never made me change how I see myself. I'm like, well, that's on him, because he later found out that this chick got issues. Yes, we dress up our outer shell to cover up an inner battle. Because if, if we feel like we're not attractive and we feel like we're not enough, we feel like we're ugly, that's an internal battle. It's not external. It just shows up on the outside. So we need deliverance from the low self-esteem or the lack of confidence that's internal. Our, our own thoughts about ourselves, we have to get delivered from that. God can do it, y'all. God can do it. I'm running late. I got something I'm supposed to do at 8 o'clock this morning. I'm supposed to be on the women's prayer line at 8 a.m. And it is 8.02 
So I'm going to conclude this. But I just want you all, this is especially for my women, y'all ladies, don't let people tell you what you should look like. Don't let people formulate you and make you who they want you to be. Nicki Minaj at first was a regular woman. And then she signed with a label. They told her, okay, you need to look like this. You got to sound like this. You got to do. <laughs> because that's what's going to sell. And she did that. A lot of people do that even in the church. Well, if you want to be a minister, you got to look like this. You got to act like this. You got to do this. What is God saying? God said, you were fearfully and wonderfully made. That's all that matters. Yo, I hope that this thing was a blessing to you. I pray that um, you you have a better positive um, body image or even image of yourself and you'll be able to live it out, live the best life. God called us to live abundantly, not beneath our privileges. And anytime we think about ourselves, when we look at ourselves, other than the way God sees us, we're looking at ourselves beneath our privileges, beneath who God called us to be. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't ever forget that. So I'm out. I love y'all. Peace.